0: Good morning. It is Friday, January the twentieth, in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty three I'm J. D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's enter in in a prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. And Jesus, we belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a
1: living sacrifice to you. Jesus, I belong to you to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen.
0: Today's entry is called, On Transforming a Wedding into a Marriage. Our text is John chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Hear the word of the Lord. His mother said to the servants,
1: do whatever he tells you. The word of the Lord. Now consider this.
0: Today we find ourselves in the somewhat remote village of Cana in Galilee. We've been invited to a wedding with Jesus. See what I just did there? Who knew at the time it would be the most famous wedding in the history of weddings? And we can't even remember the names of the bride and the groom because we never knew them in the first place. We are left remembering only Jesus from this occasion. And that's fitting for the Lord of marriage, isn't it? Think of it this way. The world began with a wedding in the venue of all venues the Garden of Eden, and the wedding of Adam and Eve. The world will end with a wedding on the occasion of all occasions, the return of Jesus Christ to receive his bride, the church. Is it any wonder the first miracle of Jesus happens at the wedding in Cana of Galilee? Each of these occasions is an opportunity to behold the miracle of transformation. In Eden, the two are, for the first time, transformed into one. At the wedding of the Lamb, at the end of the age, the Bride of Christ, the Church, will be transformed to be like Him, in the twinkling of an eye, according to Scripture. He gives us a first glimpse of his transformative power on this day in Cana, at a wedding, at the behest of his mother, no less. Whether it was the whisper of his word or the wave of his hand, we know not. What we know is he transformed ordinary water into vintage wine. Watch this. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding from twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he told them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the banquet. Now behold the awe on the face of the master of the feast as he tastes this libation. Everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink.
1: But you have saved the best till now. This is a picture
0: not only of comprehensive transformation, but of superabundance. Did you pick up how much wine we are dealing with here? Picture the sprawling wine section in your local Kroger or H-E-B or whatever your grocery store. That's a glimpse of the amount of wine Jesus rolled out at the wedding in Cana. 180 gallons of wine. It comes to 456 bottles of wine. I should also point out this is not the 10 buck chuck wine. It would be the expensive stuff no one ever really buys, at least that I know. This is Jesus, it's who he is. It's what he does. That blessing in the waters of his baptism is now being poured to overflowing in the cups of everyone there, even us. That's what he's doing for us and in us and through us to others. And though we are personally and intimately involved in it all, it is Jesus who is glorified and remembered. There was a great billboard campaign a few years back called Messages from God. They were black billboards with simple white lettering. My favorite message in the campaign, loved the wedding, invite me to the marriage, God. That's how a wedding becomes a Christian marriage. It doesn't just happen. It takes a kingdom. And we're told almost in passing, this wedding took place on the third day. It is a divine wink here at the first sign of the glory
1: of the last sign. And on the third day, you can take it from here. The prayer our Father, we keep praying
0: that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we may know you better, that I might become truly humble, which is to awaken to the person you imagined when you fashioned my inmost being, and that I might rise up into the real life for which you created me. Forgetting what is past, I press on toward this high calling. But for today, let me find myself at this little wedding in Cana. Next to the servant staff, standing at attention, as Jesus' mother says, do whatever he tells you to do. That's what I want to do. Whatever he tells me to do. I want to live a consecrated life of simple obedience
1: and extravagant love. Show me the next small thing. Come, Holy Spirit. I'm ready to move with you. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question. What do you observe about this wedding in Cana?
0: What is being revealed to you? How might we help new couples invite Jesus to
1: the marriage? Heck, how might we invite older couples?
0: How might we work with Jesus to solve the wicked problem of divorce? especially among Christians. And how might we pray into marriages today, particularly those that have gone cold,
1: calling out to Jesus who is saving the best wine for last. There's a note I'd refer you to in today's
0: email along these lines. The hymn today we're going to sing is one of the great standards of the church. Holy, holy, holy. If you happen to have one of our seedbed hymnals, our great Redeemer's praise, I'm just going to refer you back to the first lines index in the back of the book to find this hymn number. It's in there, I can assure you. I'm just on the road without my hymnal. So today I'm singing by heart. Sing with me. Holy,
2: holy, holy, Lord God Almighty. Early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. Persons, blessed Trinity. Holy, 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 all the saints adore Thee, Casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubim and seraphim falling down before Thee, which were and art, and evermore shall be holy, holy. darkness hide thee, though the eye of sinful man thy glory may not see, only thou art holy, there is none beside thee. Perfect in power, in love and purity. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. All thy works shall praise thy name In earth and sky and sea. Holy, 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 Merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed trinity
0: i heard some of you out there harmonizing i love it well that's a wrap for today we're going to send you out now on the field pockets filled with seed to sow for a great awakening for the awakening i'm jd walt we hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com
1: wakeupcall.